Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And good morning, listeners. Welcome back to Tax Insight here on WOMT with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. Jeff, today in the program, we're going to be talking about individual tax return extenders here on Tax Insight. We are because, you know, as part of that tax bill that was signed in December, there was a number of items that affected individual income tax returns. And that's what, like you said, we should talk about today. So I gave you that list, Terry. Why don't we start yes. by looking at the first item? All right. So look, uh, the first item looks like it's the teacher's classroom expense deduction. Right. So anybody that's a teacher pretty much knows about this deduction because it's been around for a little while. Um, but it's, it's a, a $250 deduction if you're a teacher, $500 if you're married and both of you are teachers, and it's a, it's a straight deduction. Now, this deduction is available when you, you know, pay for school um, supplies and things like that for your classroom that isn't reimbursed back to you. One of the things that changed this year because of COVID is they actually expanded the list of things that you can buy for your classroom to, you know, consider like, you know, personal protective equipment, disinfectants, yeah. and just other supplies used to, to stop the spread of COVID. Now, this is available for 2020, and with this uh, new tax bill, it's also been extended to 2021. All right, now what about the earned income credits? Yeah, there were some changes here for 2020. Um, what a taxpayer can do is because some people lost their jobs, a taxpayer can actually use their 2019 or their 2000 income to calculate the credit. Now, this can be an advantage to those who lost their jobs or were on furlough in 2020 because you know, maximizing that credit is really based off of your income. And if your income was higher in 19, um, you know, people are going to use their 19. Switching gears just a little bit, there's also a refundable portion of the child tax credit, and the same rules apply. You can use your 2019 or your 2020 earned income to see which gives you the better benefit. All right, I know that last week we talked about this, but there is a deduction for donations, correct? Right. So as long as you gave $300 of donations in 2020, you get a tax deduction for that, even if you don't itemize. And for 2021, it stays the same at $300 for a single person, but it increases to $600 for a married couple. And, you know, if you itemize, you can actually deduct up to 100% of your income in 2020 and 2021. In the past, this was limited to 60% of your income. So this would be for those, those people who have done well in life and they really want to give back to the community. Yeah. They can actually donate up to 100% of their current year income. That is amazing. And it looks like there were changes again to the medical deduction phase-out, correct? Yeah, this, is, this has been kind of a roller coaster and it's changed a lot. But we're right back where we started. So if you itemize and if you have medical expenses that are greater than 7.5% of your income, then you get a deduction. Now, that 7.5% number is what kind of bones around a little bit. So let's just do a real quick example. If you have $50,000 of income, you would need to have over $3,750 of medical expenses just to get a dollar's worth of deduction. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of people that do have over that amount, and so they are going to benefit. Yeah. But it's not a ton. So that's why I am a big fan of using either a health savings account or using your employer's 
cafeteria plan if you're not eligible for a health savings account. It's going to get you the deduction immediately without having to you know, get over that 7.5% right. uh, hurdle. Right. Now, it looks like some changes to the educational deductions and credits as well, correct? Right. So in the past, um, there's been a $5,000 deduction for um, educational expenses, and that went away here at 1231 to 20 but, you know, it's not a huge deal because not that many people used it anyway. Most people used the credits, you know, the American Opportunity Tax Credit, which is, you know, a credit that you can get for the first four years of college, mm-hmm. and the Lifetime Learning Credit, which you get after the first four years of college. Now, the change here is that the Lifetime Learning Credit, those phase-out ranges increased here for 2021, and it's the same as the other credits. So it's going to allow a lot more people to be able to take that credit than they could um, in 2020. Sure. What about mortgage interest? Uh, I'm sorry, mortgage insurance premiums. Yeah, you know, as long as your income's not too high, you can deduct them once again in 2021. And just to change the subject a little more on that, but as a reminder, you know, that kind of goes with mortgage interest deductions. And remember, mortgage interest deductions you can take but only for those loans that are used to buy, build, or improve your house. Okay. What you used to be able to do is if you had a home equity loan to buy like a car or go on vacation, you could deduct those that interest no longer. And that's been gone away for a little while now. So only interest is deductible if you use it to buy, build, or improve your home. Sure. Last question here because the program is running up here. But lastly, employers can continue to pay the student loans for their employees, correct? Yeah, so this began kind of back around 2020. And an employer can pay up to $5,250 of their employee student loans or their tuition, and it's tax-free to the employee, and the employer gets a tax deduction for it. Now, like I said, for the student loan part of it, that was started here, I think, in 2020, and that's been extended for five years, which is really nice. Um, because obviously, as we know, there's a lot of student loan um, sure. student loans out there. To clarify, Jeff, is that fifty two fifty per year or total? It's fifty two fifty per year. Interesting, Jeff. Great information each and every uh, week here on Tax Insight. How do people connect with you guys at Hawkins Ash? I would go right to our website, which is HawkinsAshCPAs.com, um, or like us on Facebook. Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.